anointing coming our way. So we thank God this morning for your presence. We thank God for the presence of the precious Holy Ghost. And we thank God for this Father's Day in our in the year of our Lord and Savior 2020. Uh, so I want to say happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Once again, let's give God a hand. Hallelujah. So praise for the fathers who are here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a new season and it's a new day. A fresh anointing coming our way. Hallelujah. You know, on this uh, Father's Day, I, uh, uh, I, I want to take my time. I have a little different uh, message this morning. And, and uh, it's, uh, I think I've been up since about 3 o'clock this morning and thought I had the word already ready. But uh, sometimes you just got to wait on the Lord. Hallelujah. And you got to be of good courage. And I declare and decree that the Lord will strengthen your heart. Hallelujah. He will strengthen your heart. Amen. Amen. You know, it, 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 it's something today I got to tell folk to turn the lights off. Uh, hallelujah. It, it, it's a new season, y'all. It, it, it's a new it's a new day. Hallelujah. So I just thank God uh, for each and every one of you. I thank God for Faith Unity Fellowship Ministries, and I thank God that he's still in the blessing business in spite of all of us. I'm going to uh, becoming this morning, I want to share from Luke chapter 15, uh, Luke uh, chapter 15, very familiar portion of scripture, Luke chapter 15, in this new season and in this new day, under this fresh anointing that has come our way, the season of power and prosperity it's a new season and it's a new day new season and a new day fresh anointing coming our way hallelujah luke chapter 15 uh look at verse 20 if you would i want to uh, i want to start reading at verse 20 very familiar portion of scripture on this morning luke chapter 15. I'm going to start reading at verse 20, and I'm going to be reading from the King James Version, and it says, uh, Luke chapter 15, verse 20, And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him. And put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. Let us eat and be merry. I'm going to stop reading. That's going to conclude the reading of the scripture on this morning. Let us have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you now, God, for those who are under the sound of my voice. God, we thank you for 
being a very present help. God, we thank you for your power. We thank you for this season of prosperity. We thank you for the season of joy. We thank you, Lord, for the season of life and having it more abundantly. Pray and ask now, God, that you would just touch our hearts. God, start with me, if you would, please. And I ask that you would prepare my heart to receive that I might be able to share appropriately. God, I ask that you would touch the hearts of your people, that they would receive your word, that they would not just be hearers, but doers of your word. Now, Holy Spirit, manifest yourself in every person's life that can hear my voice, whether it's in the automobiles, whether it's across the road, whether it's on the other side of the woods, whether it's on the other side of the room. God, manifest yourself, and we'll be careful to give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise because you alone are worthy. Strengthen us now to do thy will. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on, one more time. Give God some praise. Hallelujah. Uh, this morning I want to share from the topic, the heart of a father. The heart of a father. It's Father's Day 2020. So I want to share from the topic, the heart of a father. In our text, the father of two sons is confronted by the youngest son. And the son asked for what he felt he was entitled to. Take note now that the, the son had enough confidence in his father to believe that his father had made provisions for him and his brother. Take notice that this son did not hesitate when he went boldly to his father expecting a positive outcome. Take note now that, 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 that when the son confronted the father, the father received word from the son. This lets me know, according to Luke 15 and chapter 20, that the father is supposed to have an inheritance for his children. Somebody ought to say amen. Uh, a father, in order to have an inheritance for his children, first of all, he's got to be a good steward over what he has. Because it's difficult to give, and you've heard me say this before, it's difficult to give someone something that you don't have. Why would I say that in order to have something to leave to your children, you will have had to be a good manager, good manager, good steward of what you have. In other words, you've got to be able to manage what God has blessed you with. One thing about a good trainer, a good trainer lives by example. Proverbs 22 and 6 puts it this way, train up a child 
in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. This son had been watching his father down through the years. This son knew what his father had done because he had a relationship with his father. So asking his father for what he felt belonged to him wasn't an issue for him. All, most of us here have children, and we realize that when children think they are right or they have inherited something or they have entitlement, they're not ashamed to come and ask. Most of us realize that when our children watch something, they, they come and ask. And it may not be the appropriate time for us, but they think that every time in all times is appropriate when they come to their parents, especially the father, to ask of him anything at all. This young man wanted his independence from his father. Not realizing that his father knew what was best for him. Most of us here, as I look around uh, and I realize that most of us, at some point or another, felt as though we were grown enough, we were intelligent enough, we were mature enough to make the decision uh, without consulting our parents. Most of us at some point in our lives felt probably like me, maybe not y'all, but just me, maybe it's just me. Uh, I said, I don't need my parents to do this. Uh, they don't, they can't tell me what to do now. Daddy's, uh, I'm grown now. I, I don't need your help. Most of us have experienced that, and you don't have to say amen, but I know that there was a season in our household when that occurred in all five of our, of, 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 of my siblings. Uh, at some point, all of us was ready to leave home because we felt we were mature enough and grown enough where we didn't need our parents anymore. And so we stepped out on our own. And one thing I, 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 I'm grateful today, that we left with the mind and the heart and enough love to realize that at any given point, we could go back. Somebody ought to say Amen. However, this young man, because of his requests, his father gave him what he asked for, his portion. Somebody say, my portion, my portion, my, my portion. You see, this father was a provider. This father was a teacher. This father ruled his own household well. This father loved his children. How can you say all that, Pastor, because... We really don't see that in the text that you read. I'm so glad that you asked. Uh-huh, uh-huh. How can I say he was a pro provider? I can say that because when there came the time of giving, he had it to give. He didn't have to go ask anyone for help. He didn't have, he had already made a plan. He had looked to the future. He knew what was expected of him. So I can say he was a teacher because even in the midst of the young man squandering, he knew how to work to get what he needed. After he had spent all his money foolishly, he had enough sense to go get a job. He knew when it came, he knew, he knew this is significant. He knew when he came to himself. That his father had taught him 
right from wrong. I told you that the, this, this, this man had to be a teacher. He had to be a teacher. So I can say he ruled his house so well because his son knew there were things that were not allowed or expected, Lord have mercy, in his father's house. And that's why he went to a foreign country because he had been taught respect. Somebody say respect. Now, he knew there were certain things that, that he could not do in his father's presence. Uh, Lord have mercy. I, I, I don't know about y'all, but, but, but most of us, I mean, maybe this is maybe this is just an Eastern Shore thing. Maybe it's not a, a Northern Neck thing. Most of us, when we left home, we did everything we was big enough to do because mama wasn't there, daddy wasn't there, and we didn't have to worry about answering anybody, so we did what we were big enough to do. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I, I, could, I, I believe that you're in agreement with me. You're, you're concurring simply because uh, maybe that happened to some of y'all too. So I can say that this father uh, uh, had taught his son. I can say that he loved his children because the Bible says uh, when the son came to himself. Lord have mercy. Somebody say when I came to myself. Uh, the NIV version says it this way. When he came to his senses. Uh, in other words, uh, he started talking to, y'all grab a hold of this, uh, he started talking to himself. Um, and you see, every now and then we got to speak to ourselves. Uh, we got to speak to the wind. Uh, uh, so the Bible says when he came to himself, uh, I believe because of what his father's had put in him and his father had put some love in him and he had received that love growing up oh, Lord have mercy he released something in the atmosphere pastor what are you talking about now what did he release in the atmosphere in other words uh, he released the spirit of love and repentance in other words, y'all grab a hold of this now. This young man spoke to his own situation. Lord have mercy. Y'all grab a hold of that now. The Bible says when he came to himself, uh, this is what he said to himself. He said, I'm going to go back to my father. In other words, he started speaking uh, in the wind. Every now and then you got to release something before you see it. Every now and then you got to release something before you receive it. Every now and then you want to change, you got to speak change before the change comes. One thing I realized this morning, and this young man knew that he had messed up but he also knew his father loved him. And that if he asked his father for forgiveness, Lord have mercy, somebody grab a hold of this. His father would forgive him. Uh -huh. Why would you say that? Proverbs puts it this way. In chapter 23 and 7, he said, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Now y'all grab a hold of this. Because this is where we got to walk our daily walk. He knew he was loved. He knew he had done wrong. He saw the love of his father. In, and in spite of all that he had done and all of his actions, he knew that he had a father who loved him. He knew he had a father who cared. I want to tell the church this morning, we still have a father who loves us. We still have a father who cares. We still have a father who provides for us. 
You know, every now and then we got to search the scripture. And we got to look at the heart of a father. So if I might take a walk this morning down memory lane, I would start uh, 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 with a father's heart. I wanna, that's what I want to talk about this morning, a father's heart. You see, Abraham, who God said would be the father of many nations, the Lord have mercy, initially only had one son by the name of Isaac. Uh -huh. And God spoke to Abraham, and he told him to offer up his son Isaac. Uh -huh. and, 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 and Abram, Lord have mercy, uh -huh. because of the love he had for God the Father, he provided, Lord have mercy, y'all grab a hold of this. Uh, number one, he was obedient uh, because he had saw how God had provided. Number two, uh, he didn't hesitate because he knew that the Lord would provide. Lord have mercy. And I told you every now and then you got to speak to the wind. Uh, and when, when Isaac asked Abraham, he said, where is the sacrifice? Uh, I see the wood. Uh, we've got the altar. But where is the sacrifice? Uh, this is what a father will do. Uh, the father Abraham said the Lord uh, will provide. And I declare and decree uh, all he did. Uh, he released it in the atmosphere. And when he released it, he looked in the bush. Uh, there was a ram caught in the bush uh, because he knew uh, what his father had taught him. Uh, he knew uh, what his father saw. He knew that God would. So he released it. He released it in the atmosphere. When you release things in the atmosphere, you got to be willing to walk by faith and not by sight. You'll find that in Genesis 22. And exactly what he spoke in the atmosphere, the Father did it. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. You see, when you release it, Lord have mercy, by faith, the faith maker will bring it to pass. One of the things I want you to always remember that the power of life and death is still in the power of your tongue according to Proverbs 18 21. Uh, because of the Father's love, he saw, y'all listen carefully, he saw his son coming. Uh huh. And started making preparations uh, before his son got to where he was. Uh, so the Bible says uh, he had compassion on his son uh, even before his son got to him. Y'all go with me now. And the Bible says that he ran uh -huh, to the son uh, and he fell on his neck and he kissed him. What are you trying to say, Pastor? You see... Uh, a father's love always welcomes uh, restoration. Uh, is there anybody here this morning uh, under the sound of my voice uh, that needs restoration uh, of some kind in your life? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
You see, every now and then, uh, you got to look beyond the mountain uh, and see what you want on the other side. Uh, Lord, have mercy. There's something that just come to separate us from the Father. But I stopped by Faith Unity this morning to tell you, uh, neither light uh, nor death uh, nor powers uh, nor principalities, uh, nothing uh, shall be able uh, to separate us uh, from the love of God. Uh, in Christ Jesus. Our society has it mixed up. When you look at the text, even though Jesus is using a parable, sisters, please don't get offended. Even though he's using a parable, the boy's mother or woman is never mentioned. What are you trying to say now, Pastor? You're trying to be biased. No. You see, it's Father's Day, and men need to step up and be men. Men need to step up and be fathers. Men need to step up and take their role. You see, anything and anybody can make a baby. But can you train a child in which way it should go? Can you train a child in love? Can you train a child in peace? Can you train a child with some long suffering? You see, sometimes love is tough. How did you get that, Pastor, to say that love is tough? The Bible said love is long suffering and kind. Love is not jealous. This is the NIV version. It does not brag. It does not get puffed up. It does not behave indecently. Uh, the King James says unseemingly. It does not look for its own interest. It does not become provoked. You'll find that in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 13, verses 4 through 5. You see, a father's heart is toward his children and their well-being. Uh-huh. 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 Uh, I told you that, that, that there was no mention of the boy's mother. There was no mention of the woman in this text in the parable. You see, there are things that only a father can rightly teach his children. Uh-huh. As a matter of fact, even though I don't have any, we don't have daughters, uh, I've got seven goddaughters. And so every time I see them and get a chance to talk with them, I try to give them some fatherly counsel and some godly counsel. And don't y'all take wrong what I'm going to say. Because some of them hooked up with some jacked up jokers. And I told them from day one, you need to get rid of that joker. And the first thing some of them say, oh, God, Father, you just too hard. No, when God gives you the spirit of discernment, I'm not there with them all the time. But when you got a father, when you got a fatherly heart, Lord have mercy, you can see God will give you a vision to know what's right and wrong. Every now and then, young women need to hear from the father that they love them. Uh, the son need to hear from his father that he loves them. 
The son needs to, need to see that his father's providing. The son needs to see that his father's a godly man. The son needs to see that his father's a praying man. You see, it's hard. Don't misunderstand me. There are some women who have done some excellent jobs. But can you imagine what it would be like if that son who's successful now had a godly father in their lives? Can you imagine? Lord have mercy. One thing I believe is that we wouldn't have been doing a whole lot of protesting like we're doing now. We wouldn't be doing a whole lot of murdering like we did now. You see, men, well, we got a whole lot of boys trying to be men. We got a whole lot of boys trying to be fathers. Can I bless somebody real good here? It doesn't matter how tall you are, how big you are, how much money you got. That does not qualify you to be a father. I remember the day my wife and I got married. My mother-in-law's here. My mother-in-law didn't say anything. I think she was just so happy that her husband, her, her daughter had found a husband. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But my father-in-law stepped to me, as they say. And my father-in-law, Brother Kelly, told me, Son, uh, I don't want to ever have to get a phone call from my daughter. And then I've got to come to your house. And me trying to be respectful and save the only thing I could really say without disrespecting him because I realized that he had his daughter's best interest at heart because he told me he said that's the only daughter that I have and that I love my daughter and so I had to tell him uh, uh, Deacon Newton uh, that now she's my wife uh, and her name now is Brooks uh, and you don't have to come to my house and I thank God that our father said something like that to me not that I would have changed what I've done because I am who I am by the grace of God but it let me know that the father had love for his daughter and he had put something in her and he expected something to come out. How many of y'all know this morning uh, that you get out of a child what you put in them? I think I better leave that one alone. Oh, I'm not going to say too much on that. I'm going to move on because even though my mother-in-law hadn't said things down through the years, she showed enough thought it. I think she's sort of like my wife. I better leave that alone, Brother Kelly. Uh -huh. You see, a couple weeks ago, I was out painting my deck, and I fell off the ladder, and I was holding on with one hand up on the deck, and, and the ladder fell, and I fell. And I, I, I tried to hide it from my wife, but it bruised me up so bad, and scarred me all up. A couple days later, I got out the shower, uh, Deacon, Deacon Kelly, and, and she looked at me, she said, I know I heard some noise out there. And, 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 and then, but, but then Brother Kelly, this is, what, this is what she told me. She said, if I had saw you out there on that ground, I'd have come out there and jumped right on you. That's something, for, that's, that's something for the first lady to 
say, ain't it, Pastor Kelly? And so I, I, this is what I told her. I said, I know you would. Because I really, she told me a long time ago, I told her, I know if you thought you could whip me. I'll leave that alone. I'm going to leave that alone. Uh, yeah, oh, get to the chair, yeah. Uh, 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 I, I, I'm talking about, I'm talking about a fatherly love now. Uh -huh. You see, I'm not taking anything from the mothers because you are a part of the process. And after all, that's how we got here by way of the mothers. You, 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 I'm going somewhere, y'all, and, I'm, and, I, and I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm almost finished. I'm almost finished. I'm almost finished. Mm -hmm. But if the father would take the time to be a real father... We wouldn't have most of the problems we're having in the world today. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. You see, when I was growing up, in a, at a certain level, there were certain things you couldn't do in mama's house. And we respected that. You see, I'm a witness that if you are taught as a child... Like this son in our text, Sister Max, no matter how far you stray, when you come to yourself, when you remember your teachings of your youth, that's if you were taught anything, you will return to what you were taught. Mm -hmm. You see, this son, the Bible says, came to himself. In other words, the party was over. The money was gone. No girls around. No food. And he found himself down in a pig pen. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that reality set in. But he remembered his father. He remembered what his father had. He remembered how much love was in his home. He remembered the provisions that were there. He remembered the peace that was there. He remembered the blessings that was there. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. You see, he remembered the sufficiency that his father had. It's something like when a child comes home that causes a father to have a celebration. Lord have mercy. You see, even though Jacob went a long ways away and got married, uh -huh, and when, when, he had, when he got his two wives, look now, uh -huh, you see, when you come to yourself, God will start speaking. Lord have mercy. You see, Abraham had collected, Jacob had collected a lot of things. But now God spoke and told him to go back home. It's some folk that you know and that I know that God is saying, it's time to go back home. It's time for a family reunion. God wants to stir up the gift. Lord have mercy. Uh -huh. So the scripture says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have life everlasting. It's love like that. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. It's this kind of love that has the power to make a change in your life. It's this kind of love that has the power to change your neighbor's life. It's this kind of love that has the power 
to change uh, your children's lives. Uh, it's this kind of power that will cause the light to come on and say all lives matter. Not just some, but all lives matter. Not just some, but all lives matter. Not just some because of your nationality, but all lives matter. As a matter of fact, the Bible says, Jesus said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Yeah, 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 it's this kind of teaching, it's this kind of teaching, it's this kind of teaching. Uh-huh. In other words, uh-huh. All lives matter. Uh-huh. And so this young man uh-huh, had something inside of him that connected him to his father. Mm-hmm. The Bible says in verse 22 in the NIV, it says, But the father said to his servant, when his son came back, y'all, y'all, don't miss this. If you, if, you, if, you, if you haven't got anything else, don't miss this. The NIV says, but the father said to his servant, quick. The King James, don't mention that. But the NIV says, quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger. Put sandals on his feet. Lord have mercy. Uh-huh. You see... The father didn't need the son. Y'all grab a hold of this now. You see, the father wanted not only to change the inside, but he wanted to change the outside so the son could stay focused. You see, the father didn't need the son to remember his previous condition. He wanted him to see his present and future state. He wanted him to forget about the pig fin. He was back home now. He needed the son to forget about his past, the old sinful state he was in. Uh-huh. He wanted him to grab hold of what was being set before him. Oh, taste and see that our father is good. Yes, the NIV says quick. I want you to know that God moves quick. He moves suddenly. And it's the Father. Lord have mercy. Because it's Father's Day. So I'm going to leave this with you. Because it's Father's Day. And our Father, which art in heaven, is moving suddenly. And he's looking for some sons and daughters. Lord have mercy. Y'all hear this now? Who were lost and are now found that are willing to share with others that they once were lost, but now are found. That they once were blind, but now they see. Yes, we came to ourselves and because of our father's heart, we have a new robe. We have a, a new ring. We've got new shoes. We've got a new walk. We got a new talk. We got a new attitude. But it's only because of the heart of a father. Where I come from, the old people would say, I looked at my hands and my hands looked new. I looked at my feet. And they did too. So as I describe the garments and give you a little definition, after this, I'm going to take my seat. Why did he put on the robe? 
what's significant about the robe? You see, the new robe that he told him to put on it was a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. You find that in Isaiah 61 and 3. Every now and then, you got to give God some praise. Come on, bless him. Oh, yeah, bless him. Yeah. He said, put up, put, get, get the best robe. He said to put a ring on her. The ring symbolizes a, a token of special favor. You'll find that in Jeremiah 22 and 24. Just in case you didn't realize it before this Father's Day, you found favor with God and you got to walk in the favor. Lord have mercy. He said to put some sandals, some shoes on his feet. Well, the shoes represent the preparation or the readiness of the gospel of peace. And you find it in Ephesians 6 and 15. So every now and then, from the day forward, when you turn on your TV and you see them marching, they're not marching up to Zion, but they're marching for a cause. So what you got to do is go in prayer because you got the gospel of the preparation of the gospel. You got the shoes on your feet. Release something in the atmosphere. It's Father's Day. And our Heavenly Father wants to bless us. If you know you're blessed by our Heavenly Father, give Him some praise. My, 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 what a word, what a word. If you are enjoying this broadcast and it has been a blessing to your life, we encourage you to sow into the ministry. You can sow by using Cash App with the code of dollar sign Faith Unity VA. Faith with a capital F, Unity with a capital U, capital VA dollar sign faith unity va we pray god's blessing upon you and may the blessings of the lord overshadow you be blessed